sorry I'm running late, Matt. Oh, see, there you are. What took you so long? Well, the self-service checkout kept finding unexpected bagging items in my area. Oh, wow, that, that does suck. Do you want to sit and talk about it? Well, I'd rather raise it with Woolworth's CEO Bradford Banducci. <laughs> <laughs> but I guess you'll be... <laughs> Acceptable company. Hey, everybody. Welcome back. Hello. Thank you for tuning in once again. Um, Z, to start us off, um, I have an interesting topic I'd like to try and express. Something I've been thinking about lately. Mm -hmm. So when you first started working as a young 16-year-old, fresh-eyed Sarah, Mm -hmm. you were... Keen to just work, right? Yes. Started in a news agent, started at Coles, started at Macca's, anywhere I, you I could. I had an office job to start with. What? But yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> well, I started at a news agent. I started at Subway. 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 We met at Subway. Yeah, we met at Subway. There we go. Now that we're we're no longer bright-eyed, bushy-tailed, now we're old, yes. decrepit. Yes. When we look for a new job, we have a certain level of esteem, I suppose, that we're looking for, a certain... Prestige. A certain prestige. We no longer want the -the run-of-the-mill retail jobs. We're looking for either a high pay grade or a position that suits our time working. It's just, I find it an odd concept. Because the older we get, the more pinpointed our careers become. Mm -hmm. But then it becomes harder and harder to find work and to find a job. And I suppose at the same time, I might struggle to find an entry-level retail job because I'm competing against 16-year-old, bright-eyed, bushy-tailed young people of the world. So, what are your thoughts? (laughs) I think my experience might vary a little bit from yours because I've had an office job for... All your working life. Yeah. Apart from that little stint in Subway. Apart from that stint in Subway. So, I don't feel like my jobs are that hard to come by Mm. because I'm on the LinkedIn community where recruiters are trying to message you and... Have you you had that experience on LinkedIn? Yes. Oh, my God. Yeah. I'm not... Well, I look, I am on LinkedIn, but I don't use it. Right. But That's your industry is different. Competitive. It, not that yours isn't competitive or hard, but it mine's pretty niche. Yes. And I feel like it's... And that's that's kind of where my brain comes into it. I, I used to work at a zoo. Um, during COVID, things didn't work out so well for, for a lot of tourism-based entertainment. Yeah. And now, if I was looking for a job, I'd want to work at another zoo. The options for zoos are pretty limited. So... Do I sit around and mope or do I do I accept that I'm going to have to start somewhere else and work my way up to it? It's an odd concept to me that we can't just, we don't want to move backwards. We, we're moving towards a destination and it gets to a certain point, I suppose, when we're kind of locked in. I kind of feel like I'm at that point. And it's, look, you can always be a mature age student. You can always go back to university. I hated university the first time around and I'm not, no one talked to me about going back to uni to change my career path because I don't want to. It's horrible assignments, that much stress, I don't need that in my life anymore. Yeah. I feel like I'm locked in to the path I've chosen, whether or not I I regret choosing this path or not. There are definitely a lot of industries out there that did not foresee COVID. And imagine just graduating from, you know, a degree in being a travel agent or something like that. And your your path that you've paved has been... And then COVID hits. Yeah. And you'd have no longer have any work it's just it's it's really really been a difficult time for a lot of people yeah unprecedented unprecedented (laughs) difficult time but despite the difficult time we all need to find work there's a lot of us that have um, lost jobs and luckily or unluckily found 
new jobs to go to, but it's just become, it's made a difficult situation even more difficult because I've, um, I was looking for work and it's kind of like, why aren't I happy just starting at the beginning again? But I feel like I've, I've worked for 14 years. You know, I've been in the industry for a good part of 10 years. Mm. I've earned the right to a job that I've worked for. But I guess the higher it is, the more people there are that are after that same job. And the, the more people that feel they have also earned the right to this job. Yeah, there are m- more people that want the job than there are jobs in this new climate. Oh, you could you could describe the entire animal industry under that. It's weird because it's like, oh, we should just be grateful that we are employed. When you first start working, you're all bright-eyed and bushy-tailed because you're just happy to have a job. And it's kind of like, well, you have to go back into that mentality. You have to just accept it. Because you're right, there's a, there is a aspect of, you know, you consider yourself lucky or just you're working, that you are employed. And I feel like the more prestigious the, the title or the job, the more... There is that element to it. You're mm-hmm. lucky because there's a dozen other people that are going to do your job if you stuff up or if you aren't happy or if you want to leave. Mm. I think for me, it's a, a lot different. <laughs> it's a little, but it's a lot different. Yeah, when I first started working, I was just grateful to do anything. I'd stay late and I'd do whatever it took to, you know, get the job done to a high caliber. Do you think your hard work was recognized by your employers? So in my early years, recognized in the sense that they saw it and acknowledged it, but recognition can come in so many other forms. So recognition can come in the obvious stuff, finances, pay. Um, It can come in uh, like they give you more responsibility because they know that you're... That's the best one. I love that one. They give you more responsibility because they know that you're capable. And the third way to uh, recognize someone is through just kudos. So I think maybe they recognize me through verbal kudos, but not the other ways. So it's funny. So now the things that I look for, one of the things is recognition. I want to be recognized for the work that I do. The things you look for in a job. Yeah, the things that I would look for in a job. Uh, Recognition, work-life balance. Mm, You don't want to live to work. Yeah, totally. And um, the other one is learning opportunities. Like I want to always be learning. I never want to. I never want to stagnate. And then all of a sudden, these young up and comers, bright and bushy tailed, are overtaking me, and I'm suddenly obsolete in society or mm. in my industry. So they're the things that I look for. I could apply that same knowledge to any job, really. Like if I was working in fast food or. Those are still the things that I would look for. How about a challenge? Is that something you look for in a job? I think that if I'm looking for learning opportunities, challenge... Comes along with that. Yeah, it comes along with that. Because you have to learn how to overcome certain situations. It's true. I think there are some industries that there is a there's a ceiling or you meet a point where you can't advance or you, there's nothing else to learn. Do you just move on then into a new career? Or sorry, not a new career, into a new position or a new company or a new... It's, we are actually in such different industries because I would feel like a company that I would work for would encourage those learning opportunities. Like they would see that you were hitting a certain level and they'd be like, oh, why don't you try this? You know? Yeah, I do. It sounds nice at your end. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, no complaints, really. (laughs) But I, I totally get where you're coming from. I don't know what to say. Like I don't know what the answer is either. Yeah. It's kind of just like hitting your head against a brick wall until you give up all the brick wall breaks. 
I know that you've been doing the animal thing and that's what you studied and that's what you've had your eye on. Could you see yourself at all ever one day finding fulfillment in another area? Yes, but I feel like it's an even more competitive area Mm. than what I'm currently doing. (laughs) I'd love to be a professional gamer Mm-hmm. or a YouTuber. Mm-hmm. But uh, what I'm really hoping is that our podcast takes off and I don't have to work anymore. <laughs> I would still want to work even if our podcast took off. Ye of little faith. <laughs> Matt, in a previous episode, we talked about how we were both the type of kid to throw away their lunch, throw away their sandwich. <laughs> we did. I'm very grateful my mum hasn't listened to the podcast. <laughs> But it wasn't all bad. I mean, I like to think that recess is where it was at. It got me thinking about what would be like your ultimate recess. If you opened your lunchbox, what would you be stoked to see? As a seven or eight-year-old, Matt? Yes. Or now? No, no, no. As a seven or eight-year-old. I think we can both agree the best lunch was when your parents got lazy and instead sent you money for a lunch order. My school didn't have a canteen. What? Yeah, they uh, they believed that everyone was equal and so they didn't want kids who couldn't afford the canteen to feel left out, so there was none. What the hell? <laughs> That's part of the, the school experience. So, so, that, so that explains why your dad had to go home and get your lunch. Yes, because we, we didn't have a canteen. Oh, the teacher just couldn't give you some money on the sly yeah, and no. get you some. Wow. Yeah, I mean, I, I have experienced canteen like from school when I was really young and... You know the concept. St. Mary's, yes, I understand. I've seen it on TV. But um, we didn't have one, no. Wow. Mm. Okay. So, so no so canteen. I'm the, talking from the shelf. From in the, I, was, I had so many things to talk about in the canteen, but maybe that's a whole other topic we'll have to unpack here. <laughs> yeah. So, lunchbox. The first thing that came to my mind was roll-ups. Mm-hmm. So good. Yeah, instantly. Have you had a roll-up as an adult? No, but I feel like I would hate it. They're, Getting they're, stuck in my teeth. Yeah, they're really uncomfortable, super yeah. sweet, really sticky. It's just, it's not a fun experience. And the fact that they, they roll them, but they put like plastic between them. So you have to touch them with your hands to get the plastic off so you can eat it. Maybe I'm a bit too invested in this, <laughs> but you can't escape without being sticky and full of sugar. <laughs> yeah, I um, I did love roll-ups. I put them in my second tea. So like top tea, which was the best. Second tea, which is like good, but not quite there. Because, you know, roll-ups get stuck in your teeth, so there is a con. Okay, with well, these roll-ups, are these the ones that are like three different colors? Or is this like a flat colored roll-up? Because there is a difference. There is. All of them are in, are in second <laughs> tea. And, you know, the ones with like the drawing on them? Did you ever have those? No. Uh. No, my, my school had a canteen, so we didn't have it. <laughs> So I've chosen five snacks as my ultimate recess. That These are my five top tea items. Number one, Dunkaroos. <laughs> you know what? I can't, I was just, that was going to be my second thing. Dunkaroos. That was no, so good. I can't, I can't believe that. I, that was, I was literally going to say that. Hazelnut. Dunkaroos. Yeah, of course. Hazelnut uh, Dunkaroos. Hazel, yeah, I, I'm just blown away. Yes, Dunkaroos. <laughs> that was agreed. Number two. Mammy noodles. Oh, see, I was never a mammy noodle oh. guy. I understand you put stuff on it, then you crunch it up and you eat the noodles. Yeah, but it's not like if you were going to open like, two-minute noodles. Were they meant to be eaten like that or were they meant to be like cooked? No, they were meant to be eaten like that. They oh. were really delicious. I can kind of recall the flavor. but Yeah, I haven't had them in ages, but I reckon I would eat them today. <laughs> Number three. 
I don't know what they're called. It was like a long cylinder of cheese, and you would like strip oh, um, the. It was like um, like magic. I don't know. Silly string. What was it? Something like it silly was a string. Bend me, shape me, anyway. Yes. Me. <laughs> yeah, that one. Like anyway, so it was like a cylinder, and I would like rip the tiniest, thinnest shred so that I could cherish the cheese for as long as possible. Like, so you wouldn't fun. just bite into it like an animal. No, no, no. You had to cherish this. See, I'm not. I'm not a cheese guy. Uh, so I was never one for the string, stringy, stringy cheese. String. I don't know. I just got the song on my head. <laughs> ah. Okay, you got one more, don't you? Two more. Okay, sorry, I can't count. Number Two. four. Number one. <laughs> <laughs> Ovaltines. Ooh. Did you ever have them? Yeah, I haven't thought of Ovaltines in a while. That was a whole mm. thing, Ovaltine. It was like a Milo like uh, milkshake thing, which is gone. Discontinued. Wow. Yeah, Ovaltine is a is a whole thing is gone. Well, my next item is discontinued. You can't Ooh. get them anymore. Tasty tubes. Tasty. T- oh wait, they're like um, they're kind of like uh, cheese. Uh, yes, but they like they had a tangy, tangy flavor. Uh, yeah, no, no, I know them. Rest in peace. Discontinued. Rest, wow. Mm. Wow, you've really okay. They're good choices. This actually brought to mind something. All these like snacks. They had this weird. They were like little like pods of some sort of like fiber, and inside was like <laughs> chocolate. Or and and like the symbol on it was was like a tree, a chocolate tree. Uh huh. Oh, what were they called? So what is it? It's a a capsule. Yeah, but they're like it's it's like a snack thing. It's like a fibrous, like crunchy outer coating, and inside was like a soft chocolate. <laughs> I have no idea. I thought maybe you were talking about like Yakult. No. no okay, we took fiber the wrong way. If if any listeners know what Matt is talking about. Yeah, let us know. Slide into the DMs. I had a treat. There was a bunch of flavors. There was like a strawberry one and a, and a banana one. Right. But the chocolate one was a tree. It was a big, freaky looking tree. Come on, Z, connect with me. I got there with Dunkaroo, so you got to get there with freaky tree no. chocolate, man. All I'm thinking of is, what are those hollow chocolate monsters that live in the forest? Yowies? Yes. I, I was thinking Kinder Surprise or Yowie. Kinder Chocolate, so good. It is. And now they've made adult versions of it, like the Bueno stuff. Yeah. Mm, good. So good. I had one the other day. Okay. Can so- I tell you what's in my second tier? So, like, it, they almost <laughs> made the list, but not quite. Yeah. Sorry, I'm not going to figure out what your tree chocolate fiber uh, is. That's fine. I'll keep that memory to myself. <laughs> okay. So, didn't make the list, but very close. Less snack. Amazing. Roll-ups, as we mentioned. Yo-play in the tube. It was, oh. like, it was like a tube of yogurt. What about Gogurt? How does that go again? Gogurt was, it, it's the same thing, but it was more for kids. I think, uh, I think Yo-play was a bit more... Sophisticated. Yeah. <laughs> Gogurt was just like yogurt in a tube. Oh, man. Yeah. Gogurt. Yeah. yeah. Um, you know, I went into the segment thinking, wow, you know, mom really didn't get me anything cool for school, so I don't know how I'm going to contribute. But she did. She was a good mom. <laughs> I have had some of these things. There are a lot of great options on the shelves. <laughs> okay, sorry, keep going. Uh, no, well, I had a three-way tie between original kettle chips and light and tangy chips. Oh, there's something so I've tasty. appreciated more as an adult. What were the the worst items? Like you open your lunchbox and it's like, ugh, this. An apple. <laughs> okay. Or, <laughs> or an orange that you can't peel. Or a banana that was half bruised and blackened you got a lot of fresh produce in your lunchbox oh mom was a big food person oh that's good no i was my, my parents were busy all my stuff was just store bought now go on what, what was your so so my my three worst ones are lcms 
Okay, uh, I was gonna bring LCMs up. What do you mean? <laughs> Just they're like rice sticky. bubbly snacky treats. Yeah, no, not doing it for me. Second worst, chicken twisties, chicken flavored. Okay, ones. yep. They're I was gonna say twisties are delicious, but no, yes, chicken flavors. Yeah, mm, I agree. And third was burger rings. I love burger rings. <laughs> Did you? I was actually going to bring them up as well because they were my jam. Uh, the same as your tasty, tasty tubes, tubes. Burger rings were my go-to. If ever I had like a choice from a vending machine, it was burger rings. Right. I think subconsciously, I just as a child didn't vibe with that dark orange color as well. So even visually, what you, it it's just, the same color as like Cheetos. On, no, no, chisel, no. The packet. Cheese, the packet. Cheese, the oh, color oh. of the packet. I like the packet. How about um, French fries? Oh, they were good. Yeah? Second tier. Yeah, for <laughs> Second sure. Second tier. <laughs> anyway, that was a nice trip down memory lane. That was really good. You did a good job uh, coming up with a whole tier thanks. system. I, a lot of thought went into that. You've reminded me of things that I didn't know I remembered. Mm. So, given the current climate, going to the movies is a luxury. And mm-hmm. there's a movie that I was excited to see for a good while. Mm-hmm. I watched it the other day. I went to watch Mortal Kombat. Now, Mortal Kombat is based on the game. Yes. It's a very old game, a lot of history, a lot of lore. I think there's 13 or 14 Mortal Kombat games. Okay. There's a lot. Wait, quick question before. What is the difference between Mortal Kombat and Tekken? Uh, Well, Mortal Kombat is... uh, It's a completely different game. Okay. But they're they're, both fighting games and they both... Yeah, the same as Street Fighter. Uh. But they just have different characters, different kind of feels to them. Tekken's... A bit more combo-y and juggling people in the air. Mortal Kombat's a bit more get over here fatalities. Got it. Okay. Very clear. Thank so, you. So Mortal Kombat is um, is renowned for being quite violent and quite gruesome. In fact, I think I brought this up in a previous podcast, but the whole reason games have a rating system to begin with is because of the original Mortal Kombat. They had really bad sprites of people ripping off people's heads mm. and basking in blood, and they had to have, make sure that kids couldn't play this game. Now, there has been some Mortal Kombat movies in the past, um, and they're, they're pretty campy, like 90s movies. Pretty fun. This one takes itself a bit more seriously. Honestly, it was not as good as I was hoping. It's a lot of setup. Spoilers, it doesn't actually get to the Mortal Kombat tournament, which is the whole point. The whole point of Mortal Kombat is there's different realms, including our Earth realm, and another one of the realm, Outworld, wants to take over Earth realm. To settle it, they've had a bunch of tournaments they call the Mortal Kombat. Now, at this point in the story, we've lost 9 out of 10 Mortal Kombat tournaments. Because we're fighting monsters and people with forearms and all sorts of crazy things. And we have to win one more tournament or we have to win every tournament or else we have to give Earth over to the Outworlders. So that's where the story picks up and a bunch of humans get together and they fight in the Mortal Kombat tournament to save Earth. Mm, Normal humans. Oh, yes. Highly skilled in martial arts humans. They should be. They do have magical powers and this movie... So not normal. Not normal. They... In law, they kind of are. They just they have powers because they do. Okay. This movie, they kind of um, they give them a reason why they have powers, which I didn't think was necessary. No one rocks up to a Mortal Kombat movie because they want legitimate explanations for the thing that's happening. They just want a fun time and a lot of gore. Mm. And is this a two D cartoon, or over time has it evolved into like three D? Talking about the games? No, uh, the movies. The movies have always been live action. Oh, so it's real people, real actors. Yeah. Oh, okay. I like I just assume it's got to be something animated because yeah. I'm talking about it. No, it's live. It's live. Oh. 
It's live actors. Uh, no one you know, I think, is going to be in it. Look, it is R-rated, but it's not that violent a movie. I've definitely seen worse movies that I feel like would be M.A. A lot of it is pretty cheesy. But then they have the fatalities, which is what the games are known for. After you beat an enemy for the final time, you have an opportunity to perform a certain button input. And then there's a really violent fatality where you do something to your opponent. Something yeah. like, you know, you punch a hole in their chest and his heart will pop out the other side. Or, right. Put or, your thumbs in his eye sockets. Yeah, but worse. <laughs> okay. Overall, I think it was it was fun. And look, video game movies are pretty notoriously awful. Um, it is meant to be, I think there's three movies announced. So it's going to be, there's going to be more. So I'm happy to watch the rest. It was okay. It was a fun time. <laughs> I think I just had um, my expectations a bit too high. You're right. You're going to watch it? No. <laughs> Especially not after that review. Well, I mean, it was it was fine. Yeah, I don't want to waste two hours on something that's just fine that I'll settle Look, with. All I wanted was to go there and have a silly movie with a lot of fatalities and just people fighting. That was my expectations. And even then, I, was, I walked away kind of going, yeah. Uh. I will say the best part of it, there's a character called Sub-Zero and a character called Scorpion. Scorpion, you might know, he's the one that says, get over here. God. No. Wow, we really... <laughs> I'm we're... very far removed from this. Yeah, okay. So the kind of ninjas, their fights were probably the best part. The movie opens, I, I think you can actually see the first like seven minutes online of the opening scene, which is Scorpion fighting off Sub-Zero's assassins and it's good stuff. Um, and then it kind of like dwaddles from there and then kind of peaks up right at the end and then the credits roll and you're just like, oh. They start off on a high, lure you in, then you have to like put up with the rest of the movie. I was lured in from the trailer because... Yeah. I was really keen for a, a fun, gritty Mortal Kombat movie. And, you know, I'll, I'll see where the series goes. But as it is now, I'd probably give it a 7 out of 10. That's pretty good. 7 out of 10 is not that bad. I'm, from what I'm hearing, it sounded more like a 5.5. Nah, it's not a 5.5. 7 solid. Yeah, it's pretty good. Like, it's, it's, it's not an awful movie. I think I just had more I was expecting. It's time for another round of Acceptable or Not. My favorite segment. Yes, mine too, actually. It's, it's climbing the ladder. <laughs> climbing the rank. Considering we don't have any other recurring segments. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, I'm curious. Have you ever seen when a parent, a mum or a dad, kisses their kids on the lips? I have. Like a quick peck. I have. Um, yeah. Acceptable or not. <laughs> I, I hate it. I think it's unacceptable. Okay. I think it's... Look, okay, look. You could say it's like a what age the kid's at. Like, mm. the older the kid gets, the more weird it gets. Mm. There's someone I've got on Facebook, and she posts a lot of pictures of her, like, kissing her son on the lips. How old is the son? He's got to be, like, 10. Okay. And it's just... It's creepy. <laughs> I think it's creepy. I think it's not acceptable. Okay. And I'll tell you why. Because... You could argue that it's showing affection, but you don't go around kissing your friends, right? It's a, it's a sign of romantic affection. Mm. And maybe it comes from cultures where, you know, they, maybe they kiss on the cheeks and, and whatnot. But kissing on the lips is, is, yeah, it's romantic. You know, hugs are, you know, it's a it's a more of a, a platonic, you know, affection. Mm. But I think kissing is romantic. And I think that's where it gets. It gives me the heebie-jeebies. I'm in a very similar boat to you. I know that the intention behind it is there's no maliciousness there. There's no... 
Yeah. They it's, don't it's not mean, meant to be sexy. Yes. I get that. But something in the back of my mind just sees that as an, an intimate act. Mm-hmm. And that's that's what I mean. You don't do it to everybody, right? Yeah. And you, then how does the kid know that, oh, that's not how you greet everyone. This is just for your family. And what, ta- what, what age do you stop? Yeah. All right, at what point does the kid go to kiss so, his mom and she's just like, nah, nah, you're getting too old. I um, was having dinner with my friends. They're a couple. I was talking about this topic with them. And they said that um, the girl went to meet the guy's family for the first time. They were like in their early 20s. And she saw him kiss, I think it was like a family friend or an auntie or something, on the lips. And to this day, she's not over it. Yeah, it's just like, so what if you've got a girlfriend and you're like... I know. Making out with your girlfriend and then your mom wants with to With the same <laughs> mouth that you just kissed your mom on. Yeah. Some pe- Yeah, some people might argue that it depends on how old the child is. So with that, I will say not acceptable... But if you have to, if you absolutely have to, if you cannot control yourself, maybe you can do it up until they're at an age where it won't affect them. Well, they can't remember it. But yeah. if that's the case, then who's the kiss really for, right? It's for the parents because the kid's too young to remember. But having a kid in general, who is that for? That's for the parents. <laughs> they're not having it so that the kid can... <laughs> go off and you know live overseas no I, I, yeah i guess but while we're just talking about it it, it brought to mind like holding hands for example yep. that's something you do with a girlfriend right yes. you don't hold hands with friends yes you do hold hands with parents yes for a while mm. and then at one point everyone decides that you're too old and you don't hold hands anymore mm. all right that's a good so comparison it's kind of this, yeah it's the same but Still, everyone agrees, you know, you you don't be a 30-year-old man and hold hands with your mum. Mm. I guess it's the same thing, but kissing is is just one step further. Like you said, what does the kid, like, who who taught the, like, why? The kid, like, <laughs> how's teaching? There's so many other places you can kiss them, on their nose, yeah. on their cheek. And yeah, I guess the parents are like, oh, yeah, you show affection by kissing. Like, he's too young to know what a kiss is, right? Like, he's just doing it because, why, because the parents want to? Mm. maybe the parents kissed him on the cheek a lot and then they're just like yeah let's take this to the next level yeah definitely definitely not acceptable okay good same next one next one okay the next one we received through listener mail Ah, so thank you for writing in yes so if anyone wants to leave acceptable or not through listener mail it's just on our instagram at acceptable company and the link is in the bio But um, this one came from an anonymous listener, so they didn't leave their name. But all they wrote was flirting at work, acceptable or not. Mm. mm, There's a bit of, there's a few like precursors to this though. Like, is it flirting as in, you know, some work banter? Or are we talking about flirting to to pick somebody up and potentially find a partner? Mm. You know, there's a difference there. Personally, I think both are acceptable. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> I think these days, where else are you meant to meet somebody to date? Mm. Apart from online. I am of the strong belief that you don't... Um, you don't shit where you eat. Yeah, I, didn't, I was trying to find a nice way to say it. you. There's a reason that you have a kitchen and a bathroom. Like, you just... Yeah, but work is somewhere you're going to be so often. And, and I understand, you know, if things don't work out, you might have an awkward experience. But... I mean, apart from online dating, there's there's really no other options mm. to meet people. 
you know, so I mean, I met a girlfriend at work,、mm. and I certainly flirted with her for a good while until she folded and went out with me. So I guess you know I can't go turn around and say it's unacceptable because I I partake. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I am.、Um, look, I can understand that work is a place where you experience a common suffering、mm. with people, and people who go through common traumas are like drawn together、so、for like, some reason. Yeah, comradeship, brothers in arms. Yeah, exactly. I think the concept of like having a work wife or a work husband is very common because it's like someone that you, for some reason, you connect with. Like you and I, we met at work、yeah. at Subway. I remember that you would often do things to make my shift easier the next day, and、yeah. I would do the same thing for you. And I wouldn't do that for everyone, but I wouldn't consider that flirting. But even though it was special attention, it was just yeah. I maybe some workplaces give rise to flirting more than others because、mm. I certainly. When working retail, I certainly had like a bit of banter with certain team members, and it was kind of you know it was a bit like oh you're looking fine today I'll、oh, stop you know that <laughs> you know that sort of thing it was it was fun like fun. workplace banter yeah. so so are you saying you're saying it's unacceptable no I'm saying that I can understand it I think there's many things that go into this、so、what do you even consider flirting what is the intention behind it are you just、mm. killing time are you just Everyone's yeah. Everyone's going through a really tough situation, and therefore, this is just something that makes the day a bit easier. I can totally understand that. What about、mm. flirting with customers?、Um, That's always kind of been like a again when I was in retail. It's always kind of like been a oh, you got a customer's number. Not that it happened very often. Yeah. In all the time, ten years of working there, probably maybe once or twice. Yeah. But that was always kind of like a oh, that's. That's it's a big deal. Oh yeah, I I had a subway boyfriend. Do you remember this? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. My subway boyfriend turned into a a real boyfriend I, thing. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, you can't sit there on your high horse. No, I'm no, I'm not. I that I did not say it was not acceptable. <laughs> But you know, that's a job that I had at uni. I think when you're in a proper career that you care about, not acceptable. You're just gonna shoot yourself in the foot. I think it dep- again. It, I think it does depend on the environment. Because my animal career, there's a lot of like interdating and and that going on there. Incestuous. And and I think that's you know it's just part of part and parcel of of working there.、Mm. And I yeah I think I look I I honestly probably rather pick up somebody from work than you know meet someone on Tinder. Yeah, at least you know how that person handles stress. Stress environments <laughs> exactly. They've you've seen each other at your worst. Yeah. So I mean, yeah. So if, yes, I cannot sit on my high horse. I can totally see why people would do that. But I honestly think if it's a career that you care about and you like where you work, don't do it. Don't shoot yourself in the foot. I think it's a natural way to meet somebody. Okay, well, how about? And what if it doesn't work out, and then you have to awkwardly well, be? In- then you'd be decent about it. Be、mm. decent adult humans. Nah, someone's got to leave. <laughs> okay. Okay. Well, how about? Flirting, like from a banter point of view. Yeah, so I actually wrote a list of different things. I'm like, do you consider this to be flirting? Okay. Going to lunch together, one on one. No. Yeah, me neither. Um, fire emoji on a selfie that you post. No. Fire emoji in a DM from a selfie that you post. Do I have a girlfriend in a scenario?、Mm, no. Then questionable. <laughs> 
Okay. So, so when okay, as soon as it slides into the DMs, that's when it becomes That's questionable. If I if I have a girlfriend and I'm sliding a you know, a hot symbol in someone else's DMs, then I would think, yeah, that's flirting. Okay. But if I'm single and we're friends, maybe not. It it, it but it's questionable. Okay. So yeah, what's an example for you that is something that is not flirting and that is flirting? It's hard because I we've talked about this. I often get mistaken for flirting a lot mm. because I'm a I'm just a, a happy friendly guy. You are. For my whole life, I've, I've I've just been misinterpreted. So it's I would say. Hmm. I think it's if you're like embarrassed to tell people about it or like. I suppose you could even say if you're nervous about their reaction then i might be flirting yeah it's kind of all in it's in the perception of how you perceive what you're doing yeah i agree but you're you don't care i'm all for i think it's i think it's acceptable i think it's fine i don't i think it's part of workplace environment Mm. i say acceptable for like low investment jobs (laughs) but if you care about it I just wouldn't. I'd advise against it. Not saying unacceptable, but I would. It, you got Zara's, not. Zara's definitive. I wouldn't. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, that's our episode for today. That's a wrap. Thank you very, very much for tuning in once again. Thank you, especially to anyone sending us listener mail or who's um, anybody that's listening. We appreciate it. Yeah. And feel free to keep leaving us listener mail. Thank you once again, and we'll see you next time. Bye. Bye.